Welcome to Becoming Aligned, the podcast with me, Lauren Ricks, where you will get your weekly dose of empowerment, encouragement, and education in any stage of motherhood that you are in. My goal and passion is to help you ditch the shoulds and the never-ending to-do list and really start prioritizing yourself and redefine what self-care means to you in every stage of your life. So whether you are a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you if you want the encouragement, the education, and the empowerment to just live your best God-centered life in whatever that looks like for you in this stage of life. I am so honored you're here. I am so grateful and welcome. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Becoming Aligned. Happy Halloween. Today is Halloween, and it definitely feels like Halloween here today in, um, oh my gosh, I almost said North Dakota, and I almost said Minnesota at the same time. We are in Texas, though. We're in neither one of those places, but it feels like a chilly Minnesota, Texas, Minnesota, North Dakota fall day here in Texas. Oh my gosh. Um, it's like mid forties and cloudy and supposed to be rainy on and off all day. Like the perfect Halloween ish e day, even though I would rather have it be warm for trick or treating tonight, but it is what it is. So happy Halloween. I would love to hear what your little ones are going as. I don't know what mine will be going as. Um, they have actually been sick on and off the last like four days. Parky has had tummy aches and Grayson has had a tummy ache and throwing up the last two days. So they both, well, Parker's in school today, but Grayson's been home the last two days and Parker was been like just laying around all weekend. So I don't know. They have a few different options. They might be for Halloween. Parker, we got her this cute little bingo outfit costume. If you guys have little ones that watch the show Bluey, it's like the cutest show. But Bingo is the four-year-old and she wanted to be Bingo. So we got this costume like a month ago and that's what we thought she was going to be. She wore it this morning. They did this like cute little parade thing, costume parade at her school this morning. And all morning she wore Bingo into the last five minutes before we left. And then she decided she wanted to change to Ghost Spidey. So she's basically wearing her costume that she wore last year for Halloween this year again. I don't know what she's going to be tonight, but we might go... Who knows? I don't even know what what we'll do for costumes. And Grayson got an Enderman dragon from Minecraft, but he might be a ninja like his last year's costume. I don't know. So I have no idea what my kids are going to be. And they probably won't know until literally it's time to go trick-or-treating. So that is a update. Um, I wanted to, before we jump into today's episode, let you know that I am officially doula certified with, I'm just waiting for my certification, but I finished my training with this company for my doula, um, certification, I guess is what you would call it. And so I am going to start taking on clients in this realm of like pregnancy support or, um, birthing support and 
postpartum support. And for me, this is going to look different than just your normal doula support because I do have a lot of experience with virtual online mentoring and coaching. So there definitely is going to be that aspect to it. But also I have this fitness experience and I did a couple months ago, take a prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist certification program. So I am more knowledgeable on different exercises that we can be doing when you're pregnant to strengthen your body and postpartum to heal your body. So those different elements I'm going to be bringing into this kind of support. So I am taking on clients in this realm of pregnancy and birth and postpartum. And it's going to be, I think, starting out, it's going to be very personalized to what you are desiring and if you're local or not. Um, So it's going to be definitely a mindset aspect, physical, like your physical body aspect with doing different moves, learning different moves that will help prepare your body when you're pregnant for birth and strengthen your body, but also to heal your body postpartum. Um, And then also obviously the emotional support, which I feel like gets neglected a lot when you're pregnant and in birth and postpartum. So I am opening up spots for that for anybody who is pregnant or ready to give birth, or you're in your early days of postpartum, I would love to chat with you. Like I said, we can start out with just a call, um, or we can really personalize what you are looking for in this season of life. So I wanted to let you know about that. Also, my Me Again method is open for enrollment still, so you can jump into that. And um, I'll put the link for the show notes or I put the link for the program down in the show notes so you can check that out. But today we're going to talk about mental capacity slash our mental load. This is actually a conversation I've been having on and off with my best friend Joelle for the last couple of months. And I wanted to bring it to you guys here because I feel like we've been talking a lot about self-care and the importance of self-care as a mom, as a woman. And um, sometimes what can happen is even if you are, you know, caring for yourself, having self-care habits that fill your cup throughout the day, we can still have seasons or days or weeks where we are still like, I am still just like, feel like I'm so overwhelmed, so exhausted, like so fatigued. What is going on? I'm still caring for myself and what's happening. And we definitely could look at this concept of our mental load, our mental capacity being full. And I'm going to share like a story because this is literally just happened yesterday and how like being a mom with sick children, our mental load is so much more full and the mental load. When I say that mental capacity, when I say that isn't the physical things that we do, right? So for example, um, my son was up two nights ago, throwing up in the middle of the night, like three times. And so like the mental load was not me getting up with him to care for him. That wasn't the mental load. The mental load was the next morning trying to decide like, okay, what do I do for school? How is he going to feel when he wakes up? Do I need to call his teacher? Do do I need to keep him home? What's he going to do for school? What are we going to do for food? Like, what about his sister? I don't want her to get sick, right? Like that's the mental load that comes with a sick child. It's not necessarily the getting up 
with them being sick. It's all the other things. Decision fatigue is kind of like the same thing. I feel like decision um, capacity, decision load. I think that was even one of the things when I looked up mental capacity and just like, what does it mean when your mental load is full? And it basically is that it's like your capacity for your, not just your mindset, but just like mentally is full. And if you think about, I know me and my friend have been talking about this when it comes to like meal prepping, like the cooking of the meal is not the mental load. It's the meal planning. What do we need for groceries for each meal? What are the kids going to like out of this meal plan? Planning meals, they're going to like, what are they going to have for lunches? What are they going to have for snacks? What are they going to have for breakfast? What do we need for the groceries to make all these meals? That's the mental capacity. That's the mental load. And it is so deep as moms. Like it can get full so fast because we have all these different things, right? Like for example, when my my son was sick the other day, this literally happened. I was like, this is such a perfect example of like the difference between the mental load of a dad and a mom. And granted, this it can be so different, but I know the norm is is this, right? Where like my husband goes to work. So like in the morning I was like, I don't know what to do here for Grayson. Like I don't know if I need to call his teacher to see to let her know that he's not going to be in blah 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 and he was like, well, you know, see how he feels when, see how he feels when he wakes up. And I'm like, yeah, but I need to know, like, am I going to wake him up at 7.15 to start getting ready for school? Or do I let him sleep in and then see how he feels when he wakes up? Or like, that's, that's the mental load piece, right? Because it's not just as simple as see how he feels when he wakes up. Well, if he wakes up and he feels 100% fine, he's going to school right? So then I would need to get him up at the time to go to school. But if he wakes up and he doesn't feel good and he's still throwing up, then he's going back to bed and he's not going to school. And then I need to let his teacher know that he's not going to be there, right? Like that's the mental load (laughs) that moms have when we have sick children or like the grocery shopping example, right? The mental load isn't the grocery shopping. It's all the mental prep to get to the grocery store, right? The mental load isn't the um, shopping for school supplies. It's the figuring out what are all the things that we need. And this can even go when it comes to your well-being. The mental load isn't doing the workout. It is what kind of workout are you going to do? What do you need for your workouts? Like, right. It's the, the, the mindset piece, not the mindset. It's like the literally the only word I can think of is like mental load of what we carry. And this plays into our overwhelm and our overstimulation and our fatigue and our just over, just like overness, <laughs> being over it. Um, this can play a huge role in why you maybe are doing all the self-care habits, but you're still like, I am so tired. And that's me the last couple of days. Like, I am so tired why am I so tired? And it's because my mental load, my emotional load, because there's an emotional load also. And I would even like to say there's probably a decision load, right? Um, Cognitive load. I feel like that would be the same as like mental load, but that we carry when it comes to raising children all day, every day, right? That maybe maybe the spouse 
or the husband or the dad who goes to work and doesn't care for the children all day, doesn't have to get them to and from school, pack their lunches, pay their school lunches, make sure that appointments are done, make sure that they have what they need at school, make sure their homework is in there, make sure that they, you know, have clean clothes, like all these things that moms do that we don't even necessarily, they're not things on our to-do list. They're not physical things on our to-do list. They're the mental load. It's the mental to-do list that is always running in our background that gets full, right? So how can we, one, notice that this is full? And for me, it's when I notice like, I hey, I'm doing all of my self-care things. Like I'm doing all of these things and I'm still feeling freaking exhausted or overstimulated or overwhelmed. Like what's going on? I can check in with like, man, my mental load is a lot right now. And um, be aware of that so that we can start to one, take things off our mental load, um, ask our spouse for help. Like, hey, can you take on this? Or you know, when you come home from work today, I need to check out because I am like over, I'm like, my mental capacity is done. Um, or we, to be aware of it too, look at your sleep, making sure that like, I know like the last two days I haven't been sleeping great. Um, so that also plays into just the exhaustion, right? And looking at like, okay, what is your emotional load? Because having sick kids, um, or having, kids at home with you all day can put a strain on our emotional load as well. So it's just really being aware of these different things that play into how we're feeling. And I know I talk a lot about like your self-care habits and how these can really help you thrive, but you also are going to have days where it's like, I'm (laughs) How Let's like re even like redefine that, right? Like I can still thrive even though I'm feeling like I'm exhausted and I've been taking care of kids, but I'm still thriving because I'm still like doing all the things, right? Like yesterday, I had to have like a mindset chat with myself yesterday. Like both my kids were home. Grayson wasn't feeling good, throwing up. Parker didn't really feel good. And um, my mind wanted to keep telling me that I needed to sit down and get work done because I hadn't done enough work. And so I tried to sit down like three different times. I tried to sit down once and record a podcast. I tried to sit down and watch a training that I'm in. I tried to sit down and write content. And I just like my mental load, my like brain just felt like it was going to explode. And I was like, this is not happening. And so I was like, I just work is like not happening today. Like I just don't have, there's nothing that is urgent that needs to get out there and get done. But my brain was trying to have me play into this like story of like, you're not doing enough with work. You're not doing enough with work. You're not doing enough. Right. And I had to like stop myself in my tracks and be like, that's not true because look at all the things. And I had to find proof of all the things that I've done that day that did yesterday and look at all of that, right? And my mental capacity, and I feel like with my work, a lot of it is mental capacity, creating content, um, recording podcasts and knowing what I'm going to talk about, um, you know, listening to trainings, like all of that is stuff I really enjoy, but it's, it, it fills my mental load, right? It's not necessarily filling my physical load. It's filling my, my mental load cup, right? And so it was hard for me to sit down and do that because my mental load for the day was like 
tapped because of the decisions and the things I needed to decide to do and take care of with sick children, right? But when I looked at all the things I physically did, like clean the kids' room, vacuum the floors, wash the sheets, took them to the grocery store, got groceries. Um, What else did I do yesterday? Like we made banana or pumpkin bread. I made some yummy soup. Um, I don't know. There's just like a bunch, wash clothes. Like there's just a bunch of things that I was like, I did a shit ton yesterday. And for my, my brain, my mental mindset to tell me that I didn't do enough quote unquote work was BS. And I had to like stop myself. Right. And check, check that and find proof of like, no, I did a lot today. And that's why, um, physically I was like done, but also my mental capacity was capped. And sometimes that happens, right? So it's just something to be aware of. I will report back when I figure out how to like, I don't know what the word would be, unfill, de- decrease my mental load. But I think as moms with little children, it's just we're more susceptible to having mental loads that are that peak, that fill a lot faster than, you know, maybe women that don't have children or husbands that don't, that aren't with the children all day long. Right. Um, so it's just something to be aware of when you're like, I'm doing all my self-care habits and I'm doing all my things, but I'm still mentally and physically, emotionally just tapped. Let's look at your mental capacity. What are the, the mental things you are carrying and how can we decrease those? Right. And like I said, It could be even as simple as doing like a brain dump, like just literally writing out everything that's in your head right now that you're constantly like thinking about, write it down and get it out of your brain. It could be, it could be like having a conversation with your spouse and being like, Hey, these are some things that like I'm taking on that I've been thinking about. And like, I need to get them off my, off my mental load, off my chest. So that like, there are things like you can handle, right? Like I, I watched something or like listened to something. I was reading an article about this the other day, I think. And the lady was talking about how like the husband took the kids to the dentist. And after the appointment, the, the lady scheduling at the receptionist was like, do you want to, um, do you want to make appointments for their next visit? And he said, no, their mom will call, call in and make those. And when he told his wife that she was like, why would you do that? Why would you put that load on me? Because now I have to, you know, sit down, call them, schedule appointment. Like, why wouldn't you just do that while you're there? Right. And so it's just those little things where it's like, it, it defaults to the mom. The mom will do that. The mom will handle that. The mom will figure that out. Right. And it's like those little things that like, aren't necessarily things that we can put on our to-do list. They're just things that like we take care of automatically that add to our mental load. Right. So if you're in a season where you're like, I'm doing all the things for my self-care and it's still not working and I'm feeling fatigued and exhausted and overwhelmed, check your sleep check your mental load, and then ask yourself, how can you decrease your mental load? What are some things that need to get off your plate? How can you start prioritizing sleep? How can you start um, maybe handing some of the mental load over to your partner? How can you decrease your mental load, right? And tapping back into like caring, what does myself need right now? What do I need right now? And then tapping into that, right? So, 
I, that's all I have for you today. (laughs) Um, I also wanted to say, and I don't even want to say that, like, I'm not going to be doing podcasts through the holidays. Um, because if I feel like I have something to say, I want to bring it to you guys, but they might be every other week. They might be, um, not as consistent as once a week, just because my mental load is full (laughs) with sick kids and training for this doula stuff and taking on doula clients. So, um, they might be every week still, if I have things to say and I want to share them with you, or it might be every other week. It's going to kind of depend on, um, just how I'm feeling over the next like month and a half of the holiday season. So, um, I also wanted to give you guys that update, but you can find me if you are pregnant. I have made a new Instagram. It's called B just the letter B dot aligned doula on Instagram. So you can go check that out. I'm going to be putting some stuff up on there um, and pouring a lot of my time and energy into content for that, that page. Um, I also created a Facebook group called be aligned pregnancy and postpartum like community. So if you are pregnant or postpartum, or you have a friend who's pregnant or postpartum, I will put the link to both those things down below so you can check them out. And, um, I will talk to you guys in the next one. I hope you have a fabulous Halloween and stay cozy out there. Definitely stay cozy out there.